Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston proper, you are Live from the Path. You're listening to Live from the Path. We're coming to you from the Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. That's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I do. I do my very best. All right. Here's what we got going on the show today. Who's, so, the, who's the mayor of Johnston? Dan? Uh, uh, Darrenfield. Um, uh, gosh. His name's Gosh. I hope she's not a friend of yours, Dan. She actually is. She is. You're, you're being <laughs> a terrible like, friend. This is like... All of a sudden, since the pandemic, I don't know if I've seen her. Um, uh, yeah, it's Deerinfield. I got to okay. be honest. I thought this was going to go better. Yeah. <laughs> like well, well, I've gone completely. Nobody has asked me that question, like, ever, I don't think. <laughs> okay, it was going to be the start of, hey, we should have him come by and, and Johnston proper this organization and whatever. But it's completely ruined now. So yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, put do a ceremony in here? Say, yeah, this is indeed Johnston proper and have, give us a sign. I probably could. She, she did. A, she did a uh, uh, when we had our uh, must have been our 15 year anniversary. She did a little video that we showed at church. Was like, hey, we're glad you're here. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we'll look it up later. No, no yeah, that, that's interesting because uh, chances are we are the only uh, we're the only radio program broadcasting from Johnston. That's I right. think so. We're, we're number one. Of the Johnston market, That's I think exactly you're right. right. We're the highest rated radio program in Johnston. That well, that broadcasts from Johnston. I'd say in the history of Johnston. Johnston. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah. Ever submit that. <laughs> oh. Okay. And, anyways, We're getting better on by the minute, <laughs> fellas. Okay, so here's here's what we got going on. I've been meaning to do this. This has been weeks and weeks, maybe months, bef- uh, since we've done a secular Solomon. Okay. And so, uh, big goal tonight is we're going to get a secular uh, secular versus Solomon done. And so, if y'all, uh, if you're someone who hasn't taken in this part of the program before, uh, this the question here is is uh, how do we know where our wisdom's coming from? A lot of you guys are like, well, the Bible says, and then you quote Ben Franklin. Yes. Okay. And so here's the deal. Uh, maybe what Ben Franklin said was wise. That's fine. But from we should understand that if we're if we're basing our life off some fancy quip, uh, that you, that you know where your wisdom is coming from. And so I'm going to give you bits of wisdom or proverbs, and you need to tell me whether they are secular or or from the Bible, from Solomon generally. And uh, if it's secular, we need to know where this is coming from. What countries are propagating this thing? So I need country of origin. For this particular bit of wisdom, I'm ready. Oh, so yeah, I'll be 100. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There are uh, Mike. Mike, uh, explain the point system. Uh, <laughs> I will hand out the points as I see fit. Uh, your attitude plays a lot into it. Your hairstyle, and then sometimes if you wink too much, I really don't like that. That's a negative. <laughs> so all these things could it's play. Brutal. Okay. So just yeah. keep that in mind. I will. I will take care of the of the scoring. <laughs> <laughs> Bully arbitrary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's not what I said. How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> you just started out in the hole. <laughs> yeah. That's a negative 10. That's an attitude thing we were talking about. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, I, you know, I, w- I was looking for a few. It, it, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, we, we spent the last two weeks on topics that we don't generally broach. Uh, and frankly, I don't want to spend a week three on it. But I will also be honest. Is uh, it's difficult to find news going on where someone don't want to talk about it, and mm. I'm not sure whether they want to talk about it or people feel like they have to talk about it. Uh, but anyway, it's clogging my ability to find decent stuff to talk about that isn't that bundle of fun. Yeah, agreed. I've been watching a lot of uh, Andy Griffith. 
Yes. Okay. It avoids the news, and uh, so I can talk about what's going on in Mayberry. You okay. kind of look like Andy Griffith. Dan. Yeah. Well, I mean, they uh, they got a statue recently. Let, let me ask you this question, Dan. Would you fi- if someone says you look like Andy Griffith, like it's just happened? Do you find that to be a compliment or not a compliment? Depends on who says it. If it's a seventy-five-year-old <laughs> woman, I'll say thank you. It's, it's me, Dan. <laughs> I'm saying it. <laughs> I think you mean that as an insult. Where's the, what was the name of the guy that played Andy Griffith? Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> Man. That was man. his name? You yeah. walked right into that one. His yeah. name was Andy Griffith on the show as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the whole yeah. thing, right? Hey, a, now then there's Matlock. That's a, then there's a difference. Yeah. You know, so then he's playing a character. So, so to Jay's point, like I kind of just assumed he was a bad actor, and they had to call all his characters Andy Griffith because he wouldn't recognize <laughs> <can't> remember. <laughs> who's, who's Matlock? Who's been Matlock? <laughs> he never responded. They're talking to you, Andy. That guy's so stubborn. How do you think about that? Boy, my face red. That's charisma, though. Yeah, charisma. Uh, <laughs> All right. So anyway, there, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's a, there was a story about the the fifty countries where it's most dangerous to follow Jesus in 2021. Ooh. Who do you think's number one? Fifty qu- countries. Yeah, fifty. Ah. Fifty. I bet Iraq's number one. You think China? So? Hold on, hold on. Okay, well, let me just hit this. We'll hit this up high, and then we'll check it out. Okay. Uh, every day, thirteen Christians worldwide are killed because worldwide are killed because of their faith. I'd be interested to see what the what the other faiths are. J- mm. j- just because of um, because who's killing them? For where you get my news? No, not necessarily who's killing them, but like how many Hindus are there? The people are there people antagonizing Hindus? Right? Oh, is yeah, that happening hu- in Pakistan? There's a huge uh, war between Hindus and uh, and uh, Muslims. Oh and, yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Pakistan yeah. and India both have a huge just culture war going on uh, between you know. So it's dangerous in Pakistan if you're Pakistan if you're. A Hindu. Okay, yeah. Okay, it can be. You know, it's like a neighborhood type of thing. You know, where similar to here, there is a mass media that's ginning up this huge culture war and eliminating the means to have like intercultural debates and discussions that are healthy. Huh. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, let's see. So the numbers of God's people who are suffering should mean the church is dying, that Christians are keeping quiet, losing their faith, and turning away from another, but that's not what's happening. Instead, in living color, we see the words of God recorded in the prophet Isaiah, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Um, so Wait, here we go. So you're, you're saying in countries where c- Christians are, are dying, the church is growing, and in, in countries where the uh, nobody's dying for their faith, they're all sitting around watching television? That's yeah. correct. Yes. Okay, I just yep. wanted to clarify. That, that is exactly. And that has been historically true forever. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and actually that gets to something we were talking about just before the show started, is that like um, the rise in Christianity, um, you know, if, if you go to Iran, it's it's booming. It's yeah. booming in Iran. It's moving, and not because Christians can move freely, um, but because it means something. It's tangible. This is the same conversation we had around, uh, as often as we talk about millennials. Millennials are generally, I, I think, not as um, lackadaisical about the church and, and its rhythms. Uh, they just need to know it means something. And in countries like, in countries where there's persecution happening and, and hope has to be tangible— um, then, then, then it means something. Um, where it's on par with as a, just another means of entertainment or like another fun idea to bat around. I mean, it doesn't feel real. It just feels. Um, uh, we get in our our post enlightenment uh, cigar talk about it, and like, oh well, I wonder if this could be true. Well, maybe it is. You know, like it's, that's right. I'll still eat today. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right. It doesn't mean anything tangibly. Uh, and frankly, those are the places. Oftentimes, I hear um, within the United States and, and a lot of Western culture. Um, we're like, boy, we just don't, um, we don't see the Holy Spirit move. Um, and there's a heck of a lot of stories coming out of the Middle East, coming out of places in South America, India, um, where they're seeing the types of things that you saw, 
um, coming coming uh, when the Holy Spirit was first provided because it's it's always kept happening, but like they need it and they're open to it, and we're like, well, entertain me, Spirit. Show, yeah. show me something. Yeah, right. Give I'm me not sure I like that song. I'm going to try a different church. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I'd like a different job. Holy Spirit, do it. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> um, so this year, the top worst persecutors are relatively unchanged. After North Korea, I don't. They, how do they even know? They can't keep counts in North Korea. Yeah. Is Afghanistan followed by Somalia, Libya, Pakistan, Eritrea? Interesting. Yemen, Iran, Nigeria, and India. Nigeria entered the top ten for the first time after maxing out open doors metric for violence. The nation with Africa's largest Christian population ranks number nine overall, but is second behind only Pakistan in terms of violence and ranks number one in the number of Christians killed for reasons related to their faith. It's, okay. it's funny. What was We were talking about this, I don't know, five or six years ago, about, about we're always talking about sending missionaries out from the United States to other countries, and those guys are talking about sending missionaries here. Yeah, we'll take them out and ruin them. <laughs> yeah, they're like, look, uh, uh, you guys got a tough gig. You're, you're a, a, because, because you generally run by your own bootstraps. And so you feel like uh, all the things that, that in some of these countries that, that the whole, that they're literally sustaining off the work of Jesus Christ, like they're being fed by uh, God's community, they're being, they're being persecuted because of it, uh, we could give or take it uh, in most of Western society because we feel like, well, you know, I could get my own food, I can get my own money, I can get my own comfort, uh, I don't really know if I need this Jesus for much, right? Because that's the metric of which we're, of which we're measuring uh, what a God is for. A God is for my comfort, my security, and my advancement. And as long as I can handle all those things on my own, then I don't know that I need a God. And so, uh, like, uh, the perspective is much different uh, outside of Western culture. And so they're sending missionaries here to try to open eyes and go, look, man, this is not what it looks like in the rest of the world, you guys. <laughs> oh, man, you know what's so terrible? It's like that happens, and then the missionaries come over here, and they try to tell the story. And we're just as entertained as we were when the sermon came out last week. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, what a story. Yeah. What a drama. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, like, we are just, we're so, I, I, this, this, co- I, this comfort is not, is, uh, is not healthy. I think it, it separates you from reality um and i don't mean that you can't personally uh, not have to fear for eating every day what i mean is, is that like if either you like if you're not close enough to situations of which those things are up for question and that doesn't move your 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 knees in prayer uh, and your wallet and your time commitment then you you start to get blind a little bit into into the world that jesus stepped into and the world that god personally walked with uh with, with abraham in and with um, and, and with Adam in. And so like, I, it just, it just feels it's not good. Like if there's a lulling for all the lulling that goes on and the, and the bad actors that we think exist in our society, like we've permitted it. Um, and now these are just flavors of ice cream. Like direct TV is as evil as social media to me. Cause it's, it's, it'll, it's going to tie you up all week. Mm-hmm. Right? right. It'll show you the shows it wants to show you the commercials that it wants to show. You know what I'm saying? Like you act like you got a bunch of choices here. You can change channel. They're just going to offer you the same stuff they wanted to see on this channel. Right. Yeah. What do you do? You go to you change the channel. What are they advertising for? The channel you just left. <laughs> I'm just saying they got. I better they, go back. Uh, I, I, I got this. Is um, <laughs> we are we are as leveraged as we allow ourselves to be, hmm. um, and so I like um, and, and and like and then we're talking about from these, this persecuted perspective. Um, these are folks who don't have the luxury of e- of even spending time on it, and the, and the gospel grows. And here's the thing: you could easily look at it and say, well, the gospel grows because they need hope and they'll take whatever they can get, but. That only that only goes for so long. Some of these countries have been on the list for years, I mean decades. 
they've been on the they've been on the list. And Christianity continues to grow. They're not because they don't they, they will grab anything that seems like hope. They, they'll grab onto it because it's a valid hope, and they've seen it That's even correct. in those situations. And it, like, and we misunderstand that a little bit. Is like, um, if you get to the root word of the of the word faith that's used in like when they when it was uh, pistis. Yes, yes. It's not a faith without proof, right? It's not a faith without seeing. Um, it's 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 called a belief because you because you saw because you understood because you saw it in action and like our our English word faith doesn't describe that you're like I have faith in the Easter Bunny you know but that it does all this magic stuff or whatever and it's faith not belief because I can't see it and like that is not uh, the biblical definition of what faith is and like Abraham saw that Noah saw that right like all the prophets saw that they saw it in action they didn't just believe this thing because it was whispered to them with with roses and sprinkles right they saw God moving in an action because they were open to letting God move and act and and we generally we struggle with that here and some and a lot of that moving in action wasn't personally gratifying <laughs> yeah correct <laughs> it was just true it was just there I had a breakfast with a friend this week uh, last week I guess it was and, and he, he's getting ready he's preparing to move somewhere in southern Africa or excuse me northern Africa and, and to like a um, a camp um, a refugee camp to do Bible translation yeah, and yeah. there's no electricity there's no I mean there's nothing there's there, there's zero they're going to live in a you know hut with their family and and be translating scripture and learning the culture and, and everything and, and he, he's so, so excited and part of me is kind of jealous you know I think It'd be kind of nice to let go of everything, you know. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I'm just kind of impressed with with what what he's doing, where he's going, what he's about. That that he's he's his faith is real, you know. Uh, he's played the church game. He's been a pastor. He's done all that stuff. Um. And now he's he's just leaving everything. You know, actually, that that makes me think of. Uh. And Dan, maybe you've seen this too. Of a number of pastor friends where like. Uh, I mean, I think there's a good chunk of them who would say, for example, if I could get off Facebook, I would. Yeah. Uh, but my church stuff is tied there. That's exactly what I have said recently. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you said, and, and oh, yeah. uh, um, John John Wagner was in here last mm-hmm. week. He kind of said something similar. Uh, I think I said that about the show, and I think I've seen a number of other pastor friends that I had have said that. And then I like the next question was like, well, does the church stuff have to be tied there? Like, like it, we kind of yeah. we kind of just stopped there and said, yeah, but that's where it is and i think there's there's a reason stuff happened and and i'm not this actually isn't even facebook conversation just social media stuff in general Mm -hmm. and i think to myself like uh maybe it's worth a serious thought as to like um if if everybody if every if uh, well everybody if a lot of spiritual leaders go i don't really want to be a part of this but i feel like i have to because people that i'm leading are on it and you think to yourself i don't know man maybe Maybe, maybe right. we stop. Are you guys uh, familiar at all with Marshall McLuhan? Uh, no, hit me. So Talk to a, me about a, it. He was an academic from the you know, 60s and 70s. He was really popular back at that time, but he's all been erased in our current culture. But he spoke a lot about uh, media and uh, like what, how it integrated with culture. Uh, and he said that, the, he, have you ever heard the phrase that the media is the message, the medium is the message? Yeah, 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 yeah. So as soon as you uh, tie yourself into whether it's DirecTV or Facebook or something like that, and you say that we are going to use this to get our message out, you're encouraging those people to use that medium for other things as well. Uh, if you're Pat Robertson on on you know Direct TV channel, then right. people are just going to be flipping through and see you know World Wrestling Federation. 
Right. Um, only Pat would think you would get DirecTV just to take him in only. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Get the Pat Robertson package. <laughs> yeah, we all been that you know t- t- ten year old. Oh, the seven hundred club. Why are we, you know, right. Uh, I don't want a Golden Eagle. <laughs> yeah, but we can change the channel. Ninety percent of that stuff on that channel is going to be on, the, on that's that's coming in. Like you're saying, it's going to be garbage. That's yeah. going to be a low culture. It's going to bring people down, distract them from you know, the important things in their life and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, we are in a crisis. Everybody who's trying to have a positive message about anything. How do we build communities with all this technology that is supposed to be helping us build a community and uh, and grow uh, and spread our ideas? But instead, we find that we're in this muck, this mucky muck of right. how these companies are operated, who owns them, uh, how they're controlled, uh, what, how the technology works, how you upgrade your computers, your internet connection, and it's like, and then we're pulling our hair out uh, and spending you know a huge percentage, a large percentage of our time uh, with these type of technological issues or issues of cultural hegemony, like who. Uh, who controls this and how does it really operate behind the scenes? Um, so yeah, w- yeah, we are trying to just develop new uh, and alternative or independent or really free uh, ways of using uh, networking technology to spread positive messages without, I guess, w- the corporate stuff. You know, you, you could say that way. Yeah, um, and there are things like a like I know a Pathfinder. You know, I'm playing music with the band. We I signed up for this. Uh, you know website you know where we have our own website for you know scheduling stuff basically and you know that's for instance a a good idea um and i think there are a lot of tools out there uh, but everybody is facing it whether you're uh trying to have a promote your video game or promote your band is facing the same issue that uh, it's very similar to what happened in the late 1800s with the the railroads uh, you know where you couldn't sell your crops without the railroad company you know, the right. railroad company would see who's profitable, and they would interfere, and you know, uh, with the the market and monopolize, use their monopolistic power to decide what happens in society. And yeah, we're facing that right now, and uh, so we need to be looking for new and all new ways to uh, spread our messages. Um, yeah, and I, I suppose the the question, and maybe this is one of the great, um, well, actually, I, it's not, maybe it's not the great question of our time; it's the great question of of, of many times, which is um, as. Uh, I don't want to say t- as as society progresses because I think that's um, th- that renders a false thing that it's not really what I'm <laughs> Does getting that at. Even um, <laughs> right, but um, but like, uh, is it incumbent upon the church to hitch your ri- hitch your hitch to the fastest wagon that mm-hmm. that makes yeah. the biggest mm-hmm. promises that and that can keep some of them? Yeah, uh, do whatever, go with the flow, run with the herd. Uh, you know, like you I've, yeah, I've been told with my music and stuff like that that you have to use Facebook, and I'm like. That sounds like I'm running off the cliff with the herd. That sounds like a herd mentality. You know, anytime you're told you have to do what everybody else is doing, you should have these red flags, the red alarms going off in the back of your head, like, hmm, there's, yeah, that's. <laughs> but the band example is a good I'm one because you, you, if the people are there, if they, and, and I think this is the question the church is asking itself, which is the people are there, like, you might be able to say, I didn't run with the herd, but that means you, you playing in the back room to yourself and your cat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you think that, you know, you know, they felt in the Old Testament, <laughs> you know, like with. Uh, you know how you know how do you think that did you not think Jesus ever felt like that you know like you I mean thousands were following Jesus but I think that's the point is that like his his messages drew them he didn't he didn't go shaking the town down for it <laughs> um they they followed him although he wasn't I mean he didn't mind going to places where it was where it was populated either like well, he hit the major city. There's also the whole time of his life where we don't have any record whatsoever of him. Of which it does not give me value to speculate. Twenty of years, twenty years where no one was paying attention to him whatsoever. Apparently. I mean, they might have. Like, it just doesn't say. Or we. Or he could have been super popular. Or someone burned those books. You know, we we don't know. Uh, but or but you know, it's also the, that's also you know Jeremiah in the Old Testament. You know, like you know, this is a pretty standard thing that 
uh, want to talk about wisdom, want to talk about people who believe in God uh, and trying to share God's message, yeah, have run into this. Why, you know, I can't get into the public forum. It's it's really kind of a run of the mill problem in the history of spirituality well, on planet Earth. <laughs> so I think so I think about uh, yeah I, I agree I, like I guess um, that I, I think that's helpful because I, I had had can over contextualize it in our current environment. But I think I think about relevant examples. Think Paul talking uh, in that kind of that Garden of the Gods area, right in the in the place of the unknown God. Like he didn't use the. It's not like he took over the Greek mediums, but he he can interact with the culture without trying to borrow the culture's um, megaphone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's still a one on, it's, it's a one on, you know, 500 conversation just depends how many people are standing around. I just, I don't know. I, I think it will continue to be a relevant question where wise people say, I want, I think the message is good and I want people to hear it. Uh, but the question is, is, is our, I think to, to Jay's point is, um, is there something about our medium that somehow subverts the message, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a hard question, and I think it's a prayerful question, and and one we probably shouldn't like not brush off because I think my immediate reaction is well yeah yeah I agree you know well everyone else is on Facebook so I can't really <laughs> split it but like it's probably not the it's probably worth a little bit longer thought than that. And it's really also the pro a lot of I mean we're as if you're a computer programmer not a computer programmer if you're not a computer programmer we're along for the ride if you're a computer programmer. Then you have the ability with your skills to create new solutions uh, with your with your skills. The rest of us are kind of sitting here, like p- picking and choosing what other people have created with their with their gifts of intelligence and and you know going to school and learning that stuff. Um, so we're we're at if you're ju- if you're just a preacher or if you're you know just a teacher, then you know we're gosh we're there's we're in a passive situation where a lot of the stronger solutions to that we rely on people who are really bright and I mean I think you're stuff. only passive if if you choose to play in that sandbox right and like once again we talked about this the last week a little bit when we were talking about allowing people to reframe conversations uh no one can stop you from meeting a guy for coffee no one can stop you from 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 talking to people. No one can stop you from calling a guy. They can only stop the way that you interact with technology if you insist on using technology that way. You know, and and acting like one, it's a it's a it's a, a barrier for God, right? Like, hey man, I realize that you put us in a church in the middle of Johnston. How are we to reach these people, Lord, if the internet's not available? <laughs> well, you know, I yeah. I gave you the arms and the legs and the mouth. That should probably help. Let me think of all the other ideas I already came up with for you to help deal <laughs> right. with this problem, right? And like the 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 I I think some of the thing that that drives me most because I'm way on one end of the spectrum here. I'm like just bail on it. Call, do phone trees. Remember phone trees where you had like 75 people's number and you're like, what happened? When you pray on this thing, call Edna. Edna, you call Sarah. Sarah, call Bob. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. we're just fine. We're like, well, it doesn't make any sense. I can just blast everybody at once. Well, once again, if you insist on playing in the medium that is available and then trying to cowtail it to your needs, you certainly cannot be upset when you know that medium is run by another another person. Right with an agenda the, that is not yours, or the devil. That's right. And so your <laughs> yeah. ability yeah. to like sit in a corner and weep over the way that it's gone, you're you you're a fool. You were you walked into this thing blind, thinking. Yeah. And and here's the thing: is like I get it. You're gonna ditch on the on the on the social media giant, and you're gonna find some other guys. They're run by people as well. Guess what? Right, and they're also run by people that are they're trying to make money off of you. There will be a new pharaoh at some point. That's right. You're yeah. the product. <laughs> right. yeah. You're just choosing the pharaoh, right? And so you're like, that pharaoh's too mean. We'll go to this other pharaoh. They're going to be fine. Yeah, they're going to be fine until they figure out they're the pharaoh, right? And, and so like, 
you're always the product. In any in any form of social media, you're the product, and so it it will never change. That's what social media is. And so if you you with a stipulation though, go ahead with a with if you're on their platform that they own that they have for their agenda. If you do own the computers, if you do own the computer program, if you do have an independent setup, then you know to some extent you will have more freedom with it. If you have your own message. Um, but if you go on the platform, that's why they call it we're a platform. Yeah, you but you, like, like those platforms barely gain any popularity, right? Because that's that's the reason the ones are big. Yeah, big. You know, like though we're not necessary. We somebody just hasn't found the the golden formula yet. You, you should know. own a gypsy wagon selling promises <laughs> and rainbows, Jane. I, I just I don't see it as a I don't see it as going to happen. Yeah, I mean it's it's ChristianSingles dot com. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> That seems like a bunch of fun. <laughs> well, are we supposed to have faith, you know, and uh, and like the in humanity? No, well, absolutely not. In the power of what we believe in, and the power of our message, and we also it's sitting. We also shouldn't buy into the popularity charts run by our opposition. But once uh, again, that has zero to do with with I'd, doing it on social media. Yeah, I guess. My, I guess to, to that to that thought though, Jay, is that my, I, I think. It's still the medium. Like I think the medium still matters, regardless of whether I get to say whatever I want in the medium. I I think I'm more concerned that the medium itself, the way in which people take in the message and how it relates to the thing I'm talking about, like that's where the rub is. I'm less concerned about the overlords in any particular social media platform. I think you just got to know what you're dealing with. So we're talking about then (laughs) hoping. I don't know. Like we're we get into this territory where we're talking about. the age of spiritual machines. How do we have computers, te- technology that we can integrate with the way of, that what we believe and what we believe is true? And that's a really deep question. And do we have? I guess on. my question is like, how much do you have to? No. Like, do I have to plot for that or not? I say no. Mike's out completely. What's different? Like, from a hammer versus a computer processor, you know? And then we're, whether or not we like it, this stuff is being forced on a lot of people. Where we, you have to compute, or where now we're in a lockdown, where people say like. Okay, I woke up and was on the small screen, then I moved to the big, medium screen, then I went to the big screen, then I went back to the medium. And their entire lives are on these screens and computing devices. And we're going to say then that it's not important that the way this technology functions is integrating or inconsistent with our beliefs. Yes. Uh, and I, well, I, I think that, that that's the crux of the big question, mm-hmm. is how, how, much do you, how much do you have to line it, the opportunity that exists versus what it also introduces. I don't think there's anything that says um, a message of faith has to follow like is can be in and of, of itself subversive um, to whatever technology exists at the time. I don't know that it also says um, that there can't be value in it. I I, I agree. I I, th- I think it's it remains the big question. But like my favorite thing in the whole Bible is by your by their fruits ye shall know them, and I think that applies to computers as well as it does to people. You know, by if this you really you have to keep an eye on the the things in your life, whether it's a hammer or an apple or a person or a computer. Is this thing bringing me closer to my spirituality? Is it making me a wiser person, a better person? And I think uh, I've had to, I have to be very careful with how I use computers yep. to keep me on the right keep me on the right track. I think that's right. Uh, whether it's direct TV or computers, but especially computers and the internet, because every single option, every single channel is out there. And the and the computers, the the phones, they are integrating more and more with our bodies, with haptics, the way we feel and connect with them. And they are coming around with the glasses and with implant technology. It's just around the corner. And these questions are only going to get more serious and, in fact, scary, in my opinion. Um, so I don't, yeah. Wait, yeah, I don't disagree. I, I think that it's, it's a continuing nagging question. I don't know that we can, uh, uh, I don't think you can bail on the conversation. I'm not opposed to either the Luddite approach 
uh, or figure out how to Wait be all in. I'm am not I kidding. the Luddite approach? <laughs> yeah, Mike. You're, you're the Luddite approach. I don't care. that card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. You're, you're, the guy, you're the guy showing up at the place and taking a wrench to stuff and just going, you know what? I've had it. It's not like I'm foreign to technology, right? Like I got a smartphone in my pocket. I use a computer every day for work, and I totally get it. Uh, it does not get to control in any way, shape, or form uh, how I talk to people about Jesus, when, or why. Right, because most of the time when people are ready to start talking about that stuff, uh, real life has happened to them. Right, their marriage is looking ugly. They're they're having trouble with their kids. They're feeling depressed. Right, they, they don't understand what's all going on. Hey, that computer don't help me at all, at all in those conversations. <laughs> in fact, it's more of a hindrance than anything because they already googled it once and listened to ten other uh, crazy uh, keyboard philosophers that decided <laughs> that they knew the answer and yeah. already steered them halfway down a path of destruction. It's a disaster. Right, and so like. Uh, it is, but I, once again, I keep my blue letter Bibles on my phone, right? Like I do use technology in a, in, in a redeeming way. It's not like it can't be used for that, mm-hmm. but like, it's just like, it's just like an alcoholic going in a bar. There's certain things you got to know what you can do and what you can't. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, if, if you know the unlimited potential of the internet, uh, most people will say, look, this thing gets on lockdown, right? Like I keep, uh, I, I keep my computer in the middle of a living room on purpose. Right, like I keep my cell phone unlocked and I erase nothing. I don't erase my my call history. I don't erase my internet history because I don't want no trouble. Right, and like those are all open book willing things that I'm saying. Look, uh, technology gets to, um, I get to use it for good things, and I get to be called out if I try to use it for bad things. And 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 you leave yourself open for that kind of stuff. And so I, I guess what you're saying, I, I'm not a complete luddite, but if you gave <laughs> That's me pretty far from a luddite, if, <laughs> if you gave me the option to just use the wrench, I would take it. Right. I, st- I mean, I still run youth group with no techno. I don't need it. Right. Like, I don't need it. I need me and a Bible and a prayer. And I think we're good to go. And the phone tree. You know, you want to be able to you know, reach out to people. And know. the phone tree. Right. That's all I need. Well, it, we, we need to be aware, though. That there are, we need to be aware, though, that there are big, powerful forces that are pushing an entirely different agenda from what you're describing in my, guys, in my text. I, well, well, I'm I mean, not saying to be afraid of them. I'm saying to be aware. And I'm, we have to have a message that 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 helps our people that are trying to, that we want to help and are part of our community. Yeah, and Paul was, like, th- those are the, I think those are the powers and principalities. Like, I, I think um, Paul recognizes that, like... Yes, the uh, principalities are definitely a big, you know, factor in what's yeah. happening right now. I mean, I, like, I think, uh, I mean, the question is, like, uh, I, I agree, yeah, there's no reason to fear it. There is an awareness that it is, that we are... Um, there is a little is bit a of temptation. reason to fear. <laughs> I don't think there's a reason to fear. <laughs> Paul wasn't afraid of it. I, I I don't have any reason to take his words and go, oh, yes, I agree that they're out there, and then and then take on fear that he also doesn't prescribe. I'm not sure that provides any value to me. Courage isn't the absence of fear. It's the overcoming of fear is how I see it. So, like, it's, but, yeah, it's a little bit semantic. Secular, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the principalities are the same ones that have always been around. Uh, gr- it's just different tools. Uh, it, you know, it's d- very, different, yeah. different, different pharaohs, voice. different technologies, how quickly. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not even sure there wasn't a Ma, Ma Bell Zuckerberg. Could have very well been. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, you have... Uh, yeah, all the calls have to be routed through us, and we'll patch them through. <laughs> What's that sound like? I mean, that's... that's like today, happened, you, know? you got por- porn on, on the internet, or back in Jesus' day, you just went to a temple where it was all happening right... Th- you know, it was just like, or they'd come up to you, hey, how about right now? Right. Yeah. Y- you know, so it's the same, the same stuff. It's just... Different medium. Yeah. We're, we're, we are satisfied with less now. That's we can hide true. behind a screen and, 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 and go to war, or get in an argument, or... You know, battle someone or Much look at a easier. naked person. I or, think it's how quickly we can yeah. go to war, or how easy I can create one, or how easy I can yeah. destroy myself. I used yeah. to have to walk to the temple and mm-hmm. be seen with the prostitute, or at least have my car parked at the dirty store downtown. Right. Now you, <laughs> you just get away with it. <laughs> yeah, your, your technology is going to reflect 
that those things that you were seeking and what your personality is and what your state is of your general being in life. Yeah. And we are going to, if we're going to teach people and help people, we have to be aware of that. And, and also, and, and if I guess that's not in the Bible, but somehow give people good advice on how to use technology. Um, and that's mm-hmm. some of the stuff I've written about in my book. So, you know, that, that I've tried to, you know, kind of get on the top of a tree and shout at the top of my lungs, hey, beware, be, be careful about this stuff. Yeah, uh, because it's deceptive, uh, mm-hmm. and things that are deceptive have a certain tendency to be associated with certain other forces out there that uh, uh, we need to. We need to, that's what the entire purpose of wisdom is to be able to see through deception and tell people, give people good advice, and tell them not to be the lemmings running off the cliff. And, and just, uh, just in case anybody's interested, there there is an interesting book around kind of this, a similar. A similar vein. Rod Dreher wrote uh, the Benedict Option, which is, um, I, I think it, it asks. It's not directly a technology question, but the question is basically asking: to, uh, to how much do you have to um, ride the wave of the society around you, and how much do you um, otherwise pull yourself out of it for the for ultimately the value of what it is that you're trying to create, not for isolation purposes, um, but to actually f- to create or find value in the thing. I, I mean, I'm not saying whether you have to agree with it or not, but an interesting. Um, uh, it's an interesting book. It's called The Benedict Option. It's by Roger. Actually, I was reminded of because I'm looking at it. It's like sitting here by the desk. The Benedict Option. Yep, yep. It's a good. It's, uh, it's a good read. Ben- which who's Benedict? No, it's um the, the Benedict Benedictine monks. Ah, okay. Is the yeah, yeah. is the cult of it? Well, yeah. It's like, what are your goals? Are your goals to be the most popular person on the planet, or are your goals to, you know, follow the teachings of Jesus? Uh, and the teachings of Jesus have very little to do with being the most popular person on the planet. Could you carry a wrench? <laughs> I don't think Jesus carried a wrench. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. He fashioned one together. They called it a whip or whatever. You don't know. <laughs> you think it translates branch. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I tell you what. Uh, speaking of sorting out, uh, what are we going to hold tight to and what's of the world? Let's do some secular versus Solomon. And now for America's fastest growing game show, secular or Solomon? Don't worry. You think that would carry more weight than it does. <laughs> All right. You have wandered into America's fastest growing internet game show, uh, totally unproven by any viable statistics, uh, Secular versus Solomon. Okay. So just to re-go over the rules oh, of the game. I better move, huh? Yeah, yeah. You can't. Get out of here. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're cheap. I'll look down. <laughs> okay. I'll look down here. Okay. All right, ready? What's happening, Ben? I can't oh, see you. All right. Yeah, okay, here we go. Here's the rules of the game. I'm going to give you a proverb, a bit of wisdom, and you're going to tell me whether it is a secular bit of wisdom or uh, biblical. From uh, Solomon is the answer for Bible answers. And uh, if it's a secular bit of wisdom, I want you to tell me the country of origin. Everybody good? Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. I am absolutely wow. prepared. All right, Dan, yeah. here we go. We're going to start with you. Secular right. or Solomon, he who is being carried does not realize how far the town is. He who is being carried does not realize how far the town is. Secular or Solomon? I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that that is secular. And where does that sound like it could be from? He who's being carried. Um, it's 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 it's, it's got to be Italian. Dan says it goes on in Italy. The Italian rickshaw. They're loaded down with pasta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got the gluten and heavy people. Okay, Dan's in. Uh, Jay. Uh, I'd say it's secular. It sounds like India. Secular India, Mike. Hmm. I'm going to go secular in China. 
Secular China. Mike heard Rickshaw. He says, I know where this would be. Yeah, you, stored, you, you steered the conversation, <laughs> okay. and now I'm taking it. All right, we'll see if I dropped a sweet, sweet hint, or I led you down a, a rough path. He who is being carried does not realize how far the town is. It is indeed secular Nigeria. Dang it. Oh, oh, oh we're so oh, close. Nigeria. That, yeah, you were and, yep, <laughs> yep, not bad. Not bad. Here we go. Secular or Solomon. This one's for Jay. Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Secular or Solomon? I'm going to say it's Solomon. He's in for Solomon. Mike? Boy, that does sound like something Solomon would say. But it... no, no, Ben, no. Mike thinks it's a ruse. Secular <laughs> uh, Japan. Secular Japan. They're, the water thieves are the Japanese. Dan? Uh, yeah, it has, it has some Solomon feel to it, but I'm also going secular. And, and I'm, I'm going to go... With Rhodesia. Was that? Dan. Zimbabwe. Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that a, is that a principality? No, go. Dan's over there flexing it up because he knows the name of a town. <laughs> I in know Zimbabwe. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Rhodesia Proverbs. Uh, okay. So I'm going to go with, yeah, because they, 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 the water is sweet. They're, they're, they steal and they, water they and they steal. eat bread in secret? I yeah. mean, yeah, because somebody else will get it from them. Yeah, yeah. Hide in the corner. It's hard Here to go. come by. Stolen water is sweet and <laughs> bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Uh, I mean, for the roust, it is indeed Proverbs nine seventeen. That's Solomon. Uh, I want to know the context of that one. <laughs> the context of Proverbs. Oh, yeah. Proverbs. Hold on, Proverbs. I 9. mean, it feels like it's promoting theft. Okay, here we go. Uh, the way, so it's it's a section of way of folly. I'm going to read thirteen through eighteen. The woman folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house. She takes a seat on the highest places of the town. Calling to those who pass by, who are going straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And to him who lacks sense, she says, stolen water is sweet and bread <laughs> in secret is pleasant. Yeah, okay. Quoting, uh, 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 folly. Kind of a harlot kind yeah. of yeah. woman. She's I'm quoting sorry. folly. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> oh, that was She's tricky. Like, bread eaten in, in secret is sweet. She's yeah. like, if you're, you know, getting it on, she's like, come okay, on, come yeah, on, I'm have a drink. Eaten. Yeah. It's the t- it's the ladies at the temple like Dan was talking about. Yeah, oh. boy, Mike, you were taken in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look like the scofflaw. I'm not falling. Okay, uh, secular or Solomon, Mike. Like when the mouse one. laughs at the car, there is a hole nearby. When the mouse laughs at the car, there is a hole nearby. Secular or Solomon? Boy, that sounds real Solomon-esque, Ben. But I'm going to go with secular <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Russia. Okay, that's true. There is no Hebrew word for mouse, <laughs> Dan. I, I, don't, I have no idea. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go secular, and I, I, it, it, it screams India. Okay. Dan says, mice in the road. That's that's India. Jay, when the mouse laughs at the car, there is a hole nearby. Mouse laughs at the car. There is a hole nearby. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's secular, and uh, mm, let's, let's say Iran. Iran, just like the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> or Persia. The answer, when the mouse laughs at the car, there is a hole nearby, is secular Kenya. Yeah. Kenya. Uh, secular yeah. Kenya. That's right next to that country, I said. Yeah. Nope. 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 <laughs> Here what we go. Did say, what did I say? Russia? Yeah, Russia. Okay, that wasn't right at all. Yeah. Guessing nope. the country of origin is very difficult. We're yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're like, that's, you know, it's not, I'm not sure we're going to get any correct guesses on the Every country. once in a while. China, right. if you, you hit that China button enough, it'll come up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Dan Hudson, Secular Solomon. Uh, do not protect yourself by a fence, but rather by your friends. Do not protect yourself by a fence, but rather by your friends. Secular or Solomon? Uh, that is Secular, the Democratic Party. Nice and Dan. Dan has jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> that. 
Uh, that'd be Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. <laughs> For lack of fence, is that the, is yes. that the deal? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, that's where it comes from, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Who's carrying the wrench now? <laughs> uh, Jay, do not protect yourself by a fence, but rather by your friends. That sounds like Solomon. Okay, Jay's in for Solomon. Mike. No. No. <laughs> Secular. Croatia. Oh, man. Secular Croatia. Do not protect yourself by a fence, but rather by your friends. Uh, the answer is the uh, kingdom of the Czechs and Slovenes. Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, huh? Talk pretty, to me. pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Pretty darn Pretty close. close. <laughs> Good advice. Yeah. You might Province be able to get over the border without getting caught. All right, here we go. Secular and uh, secular or Solomon J. Whoever winks the eye causes trouble, and a babbling fool will come to ruin. Oh man, it's got to be Solomon. Okay, Jay says obvious. He says the, all the signs are there. Yeah. Weather Beacon says Solomon. Yeah, Bye. Babbling <laughs> fool. That's, that's the Bible. <laughs> when, that, when that Solomon train comes by, he hoots, and yeah. I'm on board. That's Solomon. Solomon Dan. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for Solomon. Okay. Okay. Uh, whoever winks the eye causes trouble. And a babbling fool will come to ruin. That is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 10. Yeah, nailed it. Proverbs 10. Plus 15 points, Mike. No. <laughs> and you always got to watch out for babbling fools. But I mean, you know, yeah, keep the winks to a minimum. You hey, know, we, run a, we run a radio show. Wink all I the think time. we qualify for babbling no, fools. No, that's true. We are the, that's probably the subtitle of the program, Live from the Path. <laughs> uh, a pool of babbling fools. All right. Secular or Solomon Mike, whoever is righteous, has regard for the life of his beast. But the mercy of the wicked is cruel. Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast. But the mercy of the wicked is cruel. Yeah, no, that's Solomon again. Mike, do I double down? Dan. Boy, that sure sounds like Solomon. Yeah, but other places love beasts, Dan. They do. They do. Um, I'm going to. I got to make a decision here. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Solomon. Nope. Nope. I mean, the lazy man's that way out. I hear you, Dan. Fewer <laughs> words. Dan says, I'm not pressed for a country. Solomon, it is. <laughs> Jay. Yeah, I have to agree with the beast language. I don't know. It just like really sounds like the Bible and something. You know, they have to, you know, I have to, Solomon. Yeah. Okay, Solomon, you call people a beast. You must be a king of the biblical proportions. <laughs> Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast. But the mercy of the wicked is cruel as indeed Solomon. Yeah. Proverbs 12, 10. Boy, I mean, it's time for some original quotes there, Saul. Well, it's difficult to make it sound like the Old Testament um, has a very special cadence to it. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Fools and beasts. <laughs> Folly. Yep. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, there was a guy advertising on the radio on the way here, and his name was Rush. Is the, word, is the name Rush short for something? Rushdy. Rush. Uh, no, it can be either. Rushford. Well, yeah, are the, uh, that's, those aren't legit options. Yeah, they You're are. You're just thinking of stuff. <laughs> You're just saying whatever comes to your mind. Rushanti. <laughs> so there's no absolute answer to that yeah. question. You know, you yeah, the, Rushington. Rush. No, it's not Rushington. <laughs> Canada. All right, here we go. Secular or Solomon. Uh, Dan Hudson. Mules make a great fuss about their ancestors having been horses. Mules make a great fuss about their ancestors having been horses. <laughs> Secular or Solomon. Well... <laughs> We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Salt. I mean, secular on that. Um, and that that's that's gotta be. That's got to be. Walk tenderly, Dan. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just say India and leave it at that. Okay. They don't let us. They don't broadcast us in India. We're safe. It's the uh, World Wide Web. Yeah. No. No. Not in, they. They shut it down. We've been blocked. Uh, secular Solomon mules make a great fuss about their ancestors having been horses. Jay. I'm going to say secular. I'm going to say south of the border. It sounds Mex like Mexico. Or yeah. 
Peru or something. You mm. think uh, you you think of a, a guy uh, grabbing a mule around? It's a Mexican. Yeah. And that's the, the Hills the, Brothers bean buyer. Not to cast aspersion Coffee. on Mexico, yeah. but so. yeah. yeah, they I really mean, led us astray with that Hills Brothers. It band. speaks to the will of a man to carry a donkey. You know, actually, they never showed the other brother. Who's that? The Hills Brothers bean buyer. He's in the office. That's not Hills Brothers. Yeah, it is. The, yeah, it's a guy with the poncho and uh, Buenos Dias. Yeah. No, that's not Hills Brothers, is it? Yeah. Look him up. Hold on. Give no, him a Google. Who it's, is it's, Buenos it's, Dias uh, Coffee Man? No, say Hills Brothers Hills Brothers Bean Buyer. Uh, Wasn't the, there's also the whole bureau, bureau, a different craft coffee coming. There's a bureau on the, the cover of the coffee. That, yeah. That I can't remember the name. Juan, yeah, Juan, Juan Valdez. Yeah, yeah. Juan Valdez. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. All oh, right, hold well, on. Yeah, Juan. Hold on. Juan Valdez. I have to say that there's mules everywhere. Yeah. Is Juan <laughs> Valdez a real person? He's a fictional character who has appeared in advertisements what? for the National Federation of Coffee Growers of Columbia. Oh, I feel like I know him. Juan Valdez? Yeah. yeah. How could he be fictional? What is the name of Juan Valdez's donkey? Hold on. You now just seen, oh, with his faithful pet, Conchita. Attention. Call him Donkey One. Eight fabulous <laughs> donkeys of pop, pop culture from the mo- Okay, the I got to get out of here. What was the name of Juan Valdez's donkey? <laughs> hmm? What was his mother's maiden name? Yeah, they don't <laughs> tell you that, do they? Google. Right. It's like a... Anyway, the Hills Brothers Brothers advertisement only shows one of the brothers. I think he can't enable it. And took and took the the, (laughs) took the coffee empire for himself. It's conspiratorial thinking. I had the principalities. (laughs) Yeah. Watch out. Okay. All right. Did did you answer? (laughs) No. Wait, Jay, did you give a country Yeah, you said Mexico, Mike. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't even remember what the quote was, but we're gonna go uh Somalia. Secular. That's a terrible guess. Males, <laughs> uh, mules make a great fuss about their ancestors having been horses. China. It's secular Germany. That's what I said. Germany. Secular yeah. Germany. That's your people. Think, what happened, Jay? <laughs> Jay Herfordmeiser. So, you know, now, now, in hindsight, you know, in Jay's defense, yeah. having been to Germany as a man who frequented there and had lived there for a bit, I have never walked around the streets of the United States and heard people quoting Proverbs either. No, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, that I could yeah. pick it out. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was a guy kind of stumbling around the street quoting Proverbs, you wouldn't think anything of it. Like, oh, he's a national treasure. That's <laughs> true. Unless they said, Proverb, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have heard that one time before, but you can't, you just know, it, it's, you know, one of those things echoing around. I hear Mule, and I think for some reason, or Juan Valdez. But uh, yeah, the, it's, I can see the German aspect of that. The Columbians um, have cornered the market. Yeah. They own all mules. Careful. They're shifty. Okay, to enable you to take your, take your comment. They're stubborn. The mules are stubborn. Uh, here we go. Secular or Solomon J. Give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. That's Solomon. Oh, he says the cadence says Solomon. Mike. No, oh, I feel the cloak of deception. Solomon. <laughs> Semicolons generally mean Solomon. If you hear a guy take a pause but not a long pause, it's probably Solomon. Yeah. That's the way you're reading it. You're giving it away by the way you read it. Okay, hold on. Oh, read it differently. Put the accent somewhere else on uh, the words. Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me th- let me think of it. Uh give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser teach a righteous man and he will increase mm-hmm. in learning. No. <laughs> You've, you've, you've it's a combination of William Shatner and Arlo <laughs> Guthrie. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah. Well, that sounds secular. I know that. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a mule. <laughs> if by nail you mean Mr. Completely. Yes. <laughs> okay, Dan, what do you got? I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Solomon. Okay, Solomon. Everyone across the board, Solomon. Uh, again, give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser, semicolon. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. 
that is Proverbs 9.9. Solomon. Nine, nine. Yeah, nailed it. All right, let's see here. All right, Mike, you're up secular versus Solomon. Solomon. Uh, what? Go. <laughs> I did not say it yet. I thought that semicolon in between you announcing the answer was a giveaway. Go <laughs> no, ahead. No, 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 no. Hold on. Mind games. The end of haste is repentance. The end of haste is repentance. No, that's, that's secular or Solomon. That's secular. That's secular, definitely. Botswana. Haste? Repentance, Mike? No, Botswana. Okay, Mike's in for secular Botswana. That's what they do. Yeah, Dan Hudson. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going a Canadian uh, proverb there. Mm-hmm. End of haste is repentance. Jay, yeah. you're going to buck the system or what are you going to do? No, are you, on your, are you checking, looking it up on your phone? No. Okay, no. I can see you looking down. It looks illegal. He's counting his fingers. Do you He's have a tattooed on your arm? Contemplation. I know many people don't are you, you're used to that nowadays. But, uh, he has okay. Proverbs 11. Now you're going to insult the room? <laughs> Boy, Jay. <laughs> Well, you're What's that big word you used? <laughs> I'll come down off my high horse. Yeah, I know you Luddites ain't overthinking about your answers. <laughs> um, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's sec- secular, but I am really thinking about where where that could be where that could be from. Um, the repentance is you know one of those biblical words. Um, the end of haste is repentance. Let's go ahead and say what's uh, Spain? Secular Spain. The I- okay. What does this mean? The end of haste is repentance. It would, that means that when you do a bunch of stuff like rushing, you make mistakes and then you regret whatever happened. You and then you must regrets. flee from it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yeah, well, you know, I was watching Lord of the Rings and like, don't be hasty. So the, the trees, you know, say that in the two towers. <laughs> yeah, right. A lot, over, over, over and over again. And don't be so hasty. If it's worth <laughs> saying, it's worth saying slow. This is the best part of the show for me. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Impersonations yeah. yeah. from Lord of the Rings. I'm, I'm picturing the trees right now. Thank you. Yeah. 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 yeah, we could do minutes more of this. That's the same, <laughs> that's the same idea. So, yeah, I could say from Middle Earth, you know. Or okay, the, the end of is repentance, Middle Earth and or Spain. Uh, it is indeed secular Turkey. Yep. Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Isn't that huh. Istanbul? No, you're thinking of Constantinople. <laughs> well, let's not get into that. Everybody knows that. Then we'll be here. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's did see. Did find Noah's Ark there? Wait, did I get them all? Hold on. Da, 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 da. Yeah, here we go. Last, last, uh, last one. Secular versus Solomon. Uh, Dan, Dan, ready. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. <clears throat> Everybody on Facebook. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Secular or Solomon? That's that's too good to be to be secular. So I'm going to call it Solomon. He says it's got a restraint. Sounds like sounds biblical. <laughs> All right, Jay. Yeah, I think it's Solomon. Although the Buddhists had a lot of stuff like that as well, where there was like the the noble silence, where people would ask like really deep questions to the Buddha, and he would just not say anything at all and perplex everybody. But yeah, I do that too. Yeah, that's been like, my experience with every Buddhist statue I've ever talked to. <laughs> so what happens if who's you know who's the father of God? You sit there. Don't say anything at all. Yeah. It's like the type of thing you do. But uh, yeah, so I, it's, it sounds like Solomon to me, though. He's in for Solomon. Mike? I'm giving you the Solomon answer. I don't like to cut your jib. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon. Solomon. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent, is indeed Solomon. Proverbs 11, 12. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey. We apparently know some stuff then. We yeah, that was a pretty good game. There we go. Yeah. Unfortunately, Dan came in dead last with a negative two. Well, Boy, know. Dan, that's rough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jay I barely know. got on the board with uh, thirty points, and uh, turns <laughs> yeah. out I was I won uh, four fifty-seven. Ah. 
Wow. Boy. Who could have bet that would happen? Yeah, but, I mean, it got wild <laughs> yeah. in the fourth quarter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't I mean, see them scores I, coming. I, you know, to be honest, <laughs> the only reason Jay's on that board is because of the Lord of the Rings impression. <laughs> 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 that, really, that really brought us up out of the basement. <laughs> Dan offered no such impression. I was, I was not helpful. <laughs> Dan, would, wait, can, we, can Dan offer a I redemption impression? I could have done impression? that for yeah. the whole okay, show. Okay, Dan, at a chance of redemption, do an impression. Why not? <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy. You went with Ronald Reagan? <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> hey, you knew what it was. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I, I should have put money on that. That that, that was what was going to happen. <laughs> Actually, I petitioned for points on Dan's behalf. He's right. You did. You pulled it out. He only got, he can name that impression in two notes. Oh, no, that's true. Okay, 12 extra points to Dan. <laughs> You still lost, though. <laughs> Boy, that's rough, Dan. That's a way to get out of the negatives, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, you've been listening to Life from the Path. Hey, uh, we really appreciate you hanging out with us this week. Uh, let's say there's parts of the show that have offended you, bored you. Maybe you think you can do a Bretter uh, Tree or Ronald Reagan impression. We'd love to hear from you on the Bob Eisenhower complaint line. That's 515-517-0085. You can call or text. Now, the only thing I'll say, though, is if you do a Lord of the Rings or Ronald Reagan impression and you try to text it in, you're disqualified because you're an idiot. That isn't how impressions <laughs> work. You have to call in, <laughs> okay? So call or text, whichever, Bye by Ozenlauer, complaint line, 515-517-0085, and we would love to uh, hear from you or hear your, uh, I want to hear your best impression. Yeah. I'm excited. Everybody has like a go-to impression, right? One thing, like impress for an impression, that that's what they'll do. I don't even know. These guys. Yeah. <laughs> they keep talking about. You also do Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, oh man. Hey, that killing deep. You're killing me. I don't even know. <laughs> Actually, I tell you what, if you do an impression, here's what I'd like. I'd like you to do it and then not tell me who it is. Yeah. And then we'll listen to them and we'll see if we can pick them out. And that either will speak lowly of you or lowly of us. I don't care which one. Yeah. Either are good. And if you really want to throw a wrench in the gears, submit it over text messaging. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't say things like, I am Walter Matthau. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my uh, speaking of advice, let's let's give some advice. The world needs it. Dear, I'm from the path. As a way to manage my stress and anxiety when COVID hit, I started to exercise. Yep. Neither my husband, quotes Chris, nor I had ever been into fitness at all. <laughs> As the months have gone on, I have realized the power of being healthy, and I try to exercise every day. The problem, you say? Chris is angry. He calls it, quotes, me time, and has made it very difficult for me to go. Mm. I tried swimming in the morning before work, but he said he couldn't manage at home to get our two-year-old ready for school. I tried to go to the gym in the early evening, but he said he needs me to help get the children ready for bed. I tried running later at night, but it didn't feel safe, and I also had trouble falling asleep. Life from While the path, she was running? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Life from the path, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Last night he told me I am selfish and I should move out. Oh, I took a... Can you help Whoa. me? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can help your husband from being a jerk. <laughs> this guy seems like a real flop water. Yeah, I mean, obviously mm. he's got no skill. Uh, this sounds like a dude just punts on the parenting. He says exactly my wife's right. parents. That's exactly right. Yeah, there's no redeeming quality of his parenting. Uh, obviously, he, uh, he's, uh, he feels like he doesn't have to do any of these things. And he's right, it is you time. Uh, and you should take it. Uh, everybody should have a little chance for reset, whether it's you, uh, even if you're... Let's say you're a video game man. Use a half hour at night, 9.30 to 10, after kids go to bed, reset yourself. That's cool. Let's say that you're into doing some running. I think that's cool. Right? That's something, something to help you refresh your mind and, and, and recharge your batteries. Everybody does that differently. And uh, you're doing it just fine, and your husband's a, a jerk. Well, I mean, she's not uh, asking, I mean, for a judgment on her husband. She's asking for how she can, what, what she can do to, to, fig- to, to make it work. Uh, and... You know, I'm not a marriage expert or something like this, but I, 
what I, I would, my advice would be more for the guy, you know, what can, you know, like how could she give this guy advice when she's not, when he, the guy needs guy advice, you know, like you're afraid to be left alone. Who do you want to hold your hand? You know, but if she gives him that advice, he's going to feel like he was kicked in the nuts. Correctly. Yeah. So, uh, what can, how can she, you know, deliver this message or, I mean, I would, I like to think that whenever there's a conflict, you should have an even handed approach. They're talking about Solomon, right? You know? Like, uh, so, so if like she needs to offer, so, okay, if she gets her time then he gets his time, what does he want to do? What is, you know, he wants to not watch the kids and yell at his wife or yeah, or then, uh, we, 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 there could, there, there might be a real problem there. (laughs) I think they got a real problem where they did with this. He doesn't want, doesn't enjoy being with the kids or he doesn't, he feels like he's too burdened or. Uh, there and usually in stuff like this, there's some underlying other problem, right? Like he's this is this is really, yeah. you know, there's something else there that he's upset about, and this is just how what he's choosing. Yeah, you know, yeah. To talk about what do you think, Dan? Because it's not every night, is it? I mean, or did she say? Yeah, it's every day. Yeah, or she every single day. Every well, single maybe day. that's the first. If if she's asking what she should do, well, maybe just go every other day. To, maybe as a start, down get a, a compromise. I mean, even most you know, fitness gurus don't say you have to do it every day. I mean. I don't know, he's like, but he's yeah. being selfish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her description, her description sounds like this dude goes, "I can't handle my own." Is it a kid? One kid? Yeah, that's. Uh, I hope not. Uh, he says he needs help getting the children to bed, so I think the two year old's the problem in the morning. The kids on the whole are trouble. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, I got four kids. I like it's, it's, they're they're difficult to wrangle at times, but my wife seems to do it. Like, or do it after the kids are in bed. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she like, said she tried running at night and it felt unsafe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could see that. I've run like really late at night before, and even then, I like. There's been a couple places where it just felt a little eerie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, but here's I guess I guess it's that uh, it's that machete at the end, ah. the where he says, uh, "Look, maybe you should move out." Yeah, yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I'm gonna leave the kids no, here. Yeah, now what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no. yeah, I'll go, but I'll, all these kids are staying. You sure? <laughs> Yeah, that's like well, this is, doesn't sound to me at all like a divorce issue. This sounds like a, a time scheduling, time management issue. Yeah, uh, and like, well, if it is like go three times a week to swimming, that should be enough uh, to swim. And then he, this guy has to have stuff that he's doing in his life. Otherwise, he's gonna feel left behind. He's gonna feel left out. He's gonna feel like she's having all the fun. Uh, and so, what is it gonna be? What is it gonna go play Warhammer 40k at the you know game shop with somebody? Go. Uh, go go hit the batting cages. Like find something. He, this guy needs to find something to do, or he yeah. feels like he's on equal footing, uh, or his ego is getting you know unnecessarily squashed. It seems, but it also seems does seem like something is he's putting on airs. You know, oh, you know, like I mean, um, here's the thing: is like I mean, I know a lot of married fellas, and when when you hear your wife say, "Here's what I want," in clear, concise language. And it comes out just like that. Here's what I want to do, and this will make me happy. You go, yes, absolutely. I'm in. Thank you for make being straightforward and honest with me and saying yeah. it in a gorilla-type way that I can take <laughs> in and not screw up in any fashion. Yes, yeah, you want right, to run at yeah. 530? I'll follow you with a flashlight. I would love to be part of this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, right. actually, we, we have, the, have had this conversation multiple times over the last few weeks. Like, my wife has been out... Um, been out meeting with other with other ladies or friends or whatever and way more than normal she doesn't get out all that often last two or three weeks and like uh, there's one kid in particular she's like hey man when's mom gonna be home i go i don't know he goes will you call and ask her no she's doing like she doesn't leave the house she said this is an important thing for either her or for somebody else she was going to help i will not call my wife and say hey when are you gonna be home 
Right. Like, we will run our own affairs over here, and your mom will get a, get free time for as much as she wants to take. And I, I, I don't want her getting any impression that she has to hurry home. And, like, it's been it's been weirdly out of balance. Like, she's probably been out of the house five, six times over the last two weeks, and even night six. I'm like, no, nope, because here's the deal. Mama's responsible. Mom always takes care of this stuff. And uh, when mom says she needs to go out and do something, like, we will figure it out. Yeah, we will we will handle our own situation. And like, I, th- I think there's there's a, a couple things likely going on with this character. Uh, the, I think the fellow's kind of being lazy. His me time is probably when she puts the kids to bed. Uh-huh. I don't think she bailed on a joint activity. I think he probably is w- w- Minecrafting over there while his wife's putting these kids to bed, and he doesn't like it being a take, taken away from him. Uh, I think he's got his routine in the morning, and he doesn't like that being jogged up. And I'm like, here's the deal. I hear you. Uh, I got nice routines in the morning, and kids are an inconvenience to that. But your wife probably does it all the time. So, I mean, grow, let's grow a set here, fella. And second of all, it doesn't sound like he volunteered to say, oh, hey, let's, like, you want to work out? Let's work out together. Mm. Like, he didn't try to jump onto something that his wife was, was looking to do. It sounds like he just said, like, I don't want you doing it either. You're being selfish. Or it's a kind uh, of crabs in the bucket type of thing. She starts yeah. to grow as a person, and he's trying to pull her back down because he can't grow. And yeah, and how yeah. can she then suggest some activity for him to do to grow? And you kind of can't push people that way. You know, they have to they have to grab the rung and pull themselves up the ladder. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe I she should she let him make him listen to what we just said the last five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Somehow, uh, he needs then, a good friend to come over and yell at him. Yeah, he needs a guy. He needs a guy talk with guys. Yeah. Uh, Cause he, yeah, he's not gonna take that well coming from his wife. And I, I mean, here's the thing: is like you try to be because obviously you know you're only being told one half of the story. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Like uh, the, there's either a giant part of this story missing. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I mean, he's, I, I don't have any tolerance for people not taking responsibility for their kids. I got zero tolerance for that. And so like this particular. Uh, brand of uh, it's my wife's job to handle these things like I, it just grates me the wrong way it's also like uh, this too shall pass right this is the worst most difficult time yeah. the two year old thing you know yeah. it's like this is eventually they're going to be grown up and you're going to kind of look back and want them to be there right. like that because uh, honestly I think they're both being a little unreasonable if she wants it every day did that's it say, a lot did it say it just said she started did it really say every day and if you're in your 30s or 40s and you start exercising every day, you're going to blow out your Yeah, I try anyway. to exercise every day. Okay, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. is Take exercise out of it. Say that she goes, she writes in a journal by herself up at the coffee shop every day. Same, It's the same thing, right? Like, whether we believe that exercise is healthy for you every day, that's not the point. What she's trying to do is get some time to herself and, and, and recharge. And people do that by exercise or journaling or reading or whatever. Go right, but cr- you do it. You, you got to work around the family Dynamics. I mean, Agreed. both of them are, are trying to get out of the child responsibility. But I mean, every day is every day. I mean, they they, they need to take do have some give and take. I think. I mean, I I suppose I, all I can do is, is pull from like actual z- examples. And and so my wife went on a on a deal last year where she she was going to run every day, and she did. Mm-hmm. She ran every single day of last year. And sometimes it was at five in the morning. Sometimes it was uh, eight o'clock at night. Just kind of depended on what the what the schedule looked like, right? Mm-hmm. But like. To the point where, uh, you know, I could accommodate that in any way. Why the heck wouldn't I do that? 
Why would I not accommodate that in any possible way if that's what she wants to do? There's absolutely no harm to me at all. And your your wife, like having a healthy body, should be really you know attractive in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, if you're, I uh, think so. It's good for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Win I, on that side of things uh, <laughs> to be open, uh, superficial, but uh, yeah, I think I think he's just. I, I it's it's this is possible too. Is like some people like. Uh, when you see someone around you improving yourself, it makes you feel bad about you. Yep. And then you go, well, I don't like that. Instead of rising to the occasion and going, maybe I should do anything different than I'm doing. You and know, you're stuck with the kids at home, and I that's can't right. Do anything. Yeah. Which is all the pro- you could take all that prime opportunity to come up with some new voices. Uh, when you read the kid a bedtime story, say I'm really gonna lay it down tonight. Yeah. This rabbit is getting a retool. You have a kid, and you get to spend time with them. I mean, that should be you know alone. You know, like. Correct. A really positive thing. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, kind of a he's to flip the script. Yeah. On and I, this I, whole thing. I think to Dan's. I think to Dan's point, though, that's where I would start. I would start with saying, um, say, hey, w- the, what what will work? Like, if this is not working, uh, I need you. Like, even promote him. Promote him to the problem solver. Yeah. All right, Stephen. Uh, I need help. Then to help me. I feel like uh, I, I want to exercise. I think it's good for me. I think it's good for us. Um, for me to to to, to exercise. Um, w- how can we work this out, and then make and then help him be a problem solver? Most guys want to solve problems. Maybe he feels like he's he's rescued the day by coming up with a good solution, even though it's going to cost him something. That's so, right. I mean, yeah, I, I would I would try it that way to start and see how it goes. Okay, secular says uh, establishing a routine of regular exercise wasn't selfish. It was the right thing to do. People have been experiencing symptoms of, of depression and extreme stress since the pandemic began. It is more important now than ever that you continue to take care of your physical and emotional health, and it's a shame your husband didn't do the same. Rather than prevent you from doing what you should have been doing, your husband should have praised you. Could he be jealous or threatened by what you have accomplished? Ego. That he would say something so extreme as, you should move out, was childish. Who would look after the kids then? Question mark. Take that. A mature approach would be for the two of you to agree upon a schedule in which either dresses the kids in the morning or tucks them in at night. It not only would be a lot less expensive than a divorce, but your husband might even grow to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, imagine that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's the, the the it's that last part that just makes him seem super childish. Mm-hmm. It's a nuclear option, you know. Or yeah. I'm I'm the, the kid throwing his, you know, breaking the toys because he can't play with yeah. them or something like that. It's like, multiple you know, multiple children uh, with this temper tantrum. Yeah. All right, so, what else we got, Mike? Hold on, I'm looking. I saw one that, but I'm I'm skipping it. Oh, I don't like the looks of it. Hometown family baggage. Here we go. Dear life, ooh, dear life from the path. My brother, who lives a thousand miles away, is thinking of moving back to our hometown to be around family and start over. Excellent. I love him. He's not a bad person, but he's a terrible father. Mm. He is now a widower, and he suffers from depression. Problem is, some of his children and adult grandchildren plan to move with him. The quotes children and their children are felons, ex-cons, drug addicts, alcoholics, and thieves. <laughs> wow. Ah. My brother is Holy. none of these things. What a circus. <laughs> I'm willing to welcome him, but my husband and I want nothing to do with his kids or grandkids. Wow. I don't trust them to be in my house. Yikes. There's no no way we will welcome them into our family or do whatever it is they expect of us to start a new life. I don't think it is our responsibility. My children, their cousins, want nothing to do with them either. How do I handle this? Stop being a capricious turd. Yeah. Why don't you try that out? Well, you have uh, like some kind of boundaries, right? Like, well, if I can help you, but uh, there's other people that you know, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't help them. 
well, it's also your house, right? It is my house. If it is your house, you really are the master of your yep. domain. You get to say who's allowed here and who's not, or and what the ground rules are. It's authoritarian, but uh, this whole like I can you can I will only let you help me unless you also help these five other people. Is it's really weird. Um, yeah, I don't like what what, what is the uh, the guys that are the, the guy that's moving back. And he said his grown grandchildren, right? So this guy, this guy, like, kind of takes on a vibe of being, say, sixty-ish. Yeah. Maybe his, or a grown, maybe even older. Maybe seventy, fifty, twenty-five, something like that yeah. for a span of family. Like, I can't. He just wants to be closer to family. Is he asking for anything? I I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I the problem is is like it's not. They're not asking for help. They're saying I'm willing to welcome him. But my husband and I want nothing to do with his kids or grandkids. So I mean, not, they've been a thousand miles to, away. They need someone to stay there. They're not being. They're just coming to the town. Yeah, yeah it just sounds like they're moving closer the to home. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's none of your well, business. And so, like, who, really? who, who I mean. pre-unwelcomes a person, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, pre-unwelcome. Here's the thing: is like, I know. <laughs> let me look at the list again. I know felons. I know ex-cons. I know drug addicts. I know alcoholics, and I know thieves. I know every one one of those people, uh-huh. right? Those are actions that they did. There are people behind the crimes or thing that they did, right? And there's nothing completely unwelcoming about them. I can say, look, uh, you you can't be in my house by yourself. Sorry, man. You have a pattern of causing a ruckus when you're on your own or getting taken in by certain things like the attempt to thieve my things or whatever. And so uh, I don't, I'm not unwelcoming to you. You're invited for dinner, yeah, right? You can't yeah. live here. I'm not going to pay for you to live here. I'm not going to feed you every day. Right, but like, I still know you and like you. I think Jay's right. I think I think the right notion is one of boundaries. Uh, I don't think you have to start with the axe. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the, the giant wall, you know, uh, something like that. And by their fruits, you shall know them. Right? They're gonna they're gonna reveal who they are, uh, one way or the other. But yeah, you don't have to leave all your valuables out on the you know front porch, <laughs> uh, so to speak, or leave your doors unlocked or something like that. If you know somebody has a bad history or has has had some fruits on their tree that are, you know, that's right. Rotten. That's not judgmental. That's prudent. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, but it's uh, wisdom. It's Solomon. Uh, uh, but I, but I think in that in that same regard, um, if uh, I I don't know that you have to to pre call a season of fruits as being this this thing that shows up every season. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. like mm-hmm. that 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 stance that doesn't allow for forgiveness. It doesn't allow for change. Mm, and to the extent that you don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. The extent that you don't allow for um, for redemption. Uh, one, like Jesus talks, is pretty harsh on this. Where he's harshest is is arrogance and lack of humility. The guy who, who the the Pharisee who shows up to the temple and goes, "At least I'm not this guy, this tax collector." And Jesus goes, "Tax collector, you know, he's the guy that that left the hill um, in right relationship with God." And so, like, um, I think you can be cautious. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if these guys are a thousand miles away, like, is it possible that you're not close enough to this situation to not at least give it a shot and see how it goes and see if the fruits mm-hmm. are still what you thought they yep. were? It does yeah. sound a little bit like a prejudging, you know, like you were saying. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. give, give people a, give people a chance and use your best discernment and your best yeah. uh, your best knowledge. Uh, Judge the situation. Yeah. yeah, I think I think boundaries are okay. This unwelcoming attitude. I don't know what your deal is. That's hold on. We'll see what secular says. Secular. Wait, says, wait, hold on, Dan. Dan, did you have anything? I, I agree with all of you. Yeah, I okay. think. Th- yeah, I have nothing to add. Really, I was just. Okay. Th- they're they're just being a little harsh. So sometimes you're you're going by old memories or um, things you've heard, rumors, and and we don't. Uh, yeah, you need to see how they really are right now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they've changed. I mean, we don't know. 
Well, and that's actually that's a really good point because a lot of times the um, um, our hurts are, are are tertiary. They we it is our understanding that they hurt someone that we cared about, mm-hmm. and so that we have an opinion of them and don't have a personal experience with it. And like, it's not that you can't care about that, but like, uh, even the people you are closest to, if they were the ones who were hurt, um, you're getting a you're getting a bit of a shade on what what the event was. People don't tend to cop to their own problems. Uh, and so I, I just it's I think it's the better part of valor here to to just uh, take it in face value and uh, and set the appropriate boundaries. Walk in slowly. Don't allow too much if you don't have to right off the gate and then uh, and see how it goes. And then if it requires you to set firmer boundaries, continue to do that. If it allows you to lax them, uh, then do that, too. Yeah. yeah. Good fences make good neighbors. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Really when I, I use my friends. Yeah. Use my friends. <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, when my uh I was dating my wife, and she met my dad for the first time. I gave her all these warnings of how he was going to be. He's going to be super loud. He's going to be obnoxious. He'll be the, we were going to meet in a restaurant. He'll be louder than everybody in the restaurant and, and all this stuff. He, she had to like keep asking him to repeat his words. He was so soft-spoken. I was projecting <laughs> like 20 years uh, of history into that moment of who he used to be 20 years prior. And he wasn't that guy anymore. So she never knew him the way I explained him, right? To her to him, him to her, um, because because I was going from that memory. I think that's that could be what this family is going through too. Like, yeah. Well, and and actually, I mean, what it all boils down to is fear. You're just afraid that you're going to be thieved. I don't know. They're going to drink on your property and tear it up and cause a problem. And like, uh, I I, I think there's a nice balance where you can not let fear run your whole life right like fear can lie to you just like any other feeling can and you can you can deprive yourself of a lot of great things merely because you felt sanctified in the fact that you feared it or and understood it and decided yeah. this was going to be the deal and there's a lot of church folk too who see uh, who I, in my experience i'm not gonna say for sure it's about these people but who hear that someone has had a bad history and or someone uses like some kind of drug maybe even in moderation and they just see them and blow that all out of proportion and want to see this person as like the devil himself it becomes their character as opposed to a yeah. moment or a part and, of them yeah and then some 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 religious people i've met really kind of get off on that type of judgmentalness and i'm better than them and um really they should see it as the possibility of maybe why why not have why not split the script you know maybe you have a chance of having some more family members and friends in your neighborhood who if things get difficult and tough for the next couple of months or years they'll, they'll be around you know so see them as a chance to recruit them and uh, into your team of good friends and uh, try and think positive about it and give, and if, if you give people a chance and if you treat people well you, you sometimes you know they'll actually you know become better people that's correct how many of these guys without even knowing them are like I love being an alcoholic. I'm glad it's taken a hold of me and caused me to do things I don't want to and do. And they see you, right. they show up and you're sitting there putting extra locks on your door and stuff like that. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Like it's it's taking the worst the thing someone's direction. ever done, painting their entire life with it and going, that's who they intended to be. I mean, how many how many recovering addicts do I know that you guys know that are like, look, man, I don't know how this thing gets a hold of me, but it does. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're with them in the struggle, you know, and it's not who they want to be. It's not who they intend to be. And they just end up losing. You know, and so like to paint the brush as if they came out of the womb twisting their mustache with vodka in their hand, <laughs> right? It's not accurate, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Secular says, before your brother makes the move to your community, ask him what his plans are regarding making a new start. While you're at it, inquire about his children and grandchildren uh, when they intend to, to, what they intend to do after they arrive. Listen carefully to what your brother has to say, then tell him that because of their criminal history, you and your husband cannot comfortably entertain them in your home. Say it kindly but firmly and do not allow yourself to be drawn into a debate about it. 
From your description of them, it shouldn't come as a surprise. Make sure. Thinking right. moving back to our hometown to be around family and start over. Uh, yeah, it says nowhere yeah. that anybody's moving in with them. They're coming to be around family. Yeah. Boy, this. Well, is I'd I'd reinvest to make sure this family actually wants you around. Yeah, maybe, I don't know what you think you're going to gain. Maybe move to Plano, Texas, or whatever. Maybe they're nicer there. I've heard Southern Illinois is nice. Yeah, Southern Illinois. Man, that's what I. Yeah. Forests, <laughs> man. Lakes, just like for days. Just <laughs> all, all right. Green. All right, you've been listening live from the pack. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. We really do uh, appreciate it. I hope, I hope, uh, I was just thinking about some of the stuff we were talking about last week, maybe the week before, that this has been a week of humility for you. Um, and, uh, and and one of which we have the opportunity to maybe simplify um, the, the stuff that we get involved with, the manner of which we get involved with it. Um, and maybe a good time to flip some stuff on its head and say, look, um, is, is, is the tail wagging the dog here? Am I, am I... Am I owning the things that I'm being involved with, the conversations I'm in, um, how, what I, how I spend my time, or is that stuff owning me? And um, because those things, uh, all, all these different things only have control over you um, to the extent that you allow it. And so um, I, I hope maybe that's been a reflection for you this week uh, for stuff we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, and, and it probably needs to continue to be. Um, I think a pretty consistent theme in Jesus' ministry is says, I can, do, I can do anything with humble, humble people. Um, I don't have I don't have the patience for arrogance, and so uh, it's a good place to start this week. If you haven't hit there uh, on your knees about that, I think that's a good one. I've been I've been on it myself, um, and so uh, we just we pray that for you and uh, for us here in the room. If you got anything you want to talk to us about, hit us up on the complaint line five one five five one seven zero zero eight five. You can send us an email info at livefromthepath.org. I won't read it. No. I don't check that stuff, and so let's just do the complaint line. Um, and so we, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we plan to be here next week. Yeah, I think uh, I think everybody's in town, so that is the goal. And so we'll look forward to talking to you next week. In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Past. <laughs>